0: Thanks to Thrive Market for supporting the morning stream. Thrive Market is an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easier and affordable for everyone. Join Thrive Market today and get $80 in free groceries at thrivemarket.com. TMS coming up on TMS single syllable suck it late spaghetti dreams Star Trek is my 19th favorite Star Wars what the food truck (laughs) slapping the bantha meat
1: I don't like angry zebras
0: Mara Jade like Mara Jade no Mara Jade a custom barn for one's giraffes commit to the hat bunker hoe makes the food truck go rag ringing humidity calm down Steve a match made in Fargo and now with sports Tom Merritt personally interacting with zebras With Randy and more on this episode of the Morning Stream.
2: Well, uh, I get uh, knocked down, uh, but uh, you know, uh, I, I get up again, man. You are
3: a robot. The The Morning Stream. The Morning Stream. The Morning Stream. The Morning Stream.
0: The Morning Stream. You have chosen poorly. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the morning stream for Wednesday, June 15th, 2022. I'm Scott, and that's Brian. Hi, Brian. Hi, Scott. Hello. Hey, man. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I slept so bad last night. Don't know what's up. I think I really? maybe ate spaghetti oh. too late. You know, one of those deals. Mm, yeah, ate later than usual because I had a, a Stephen. I was on Steven's show and they went really long. Oh right, yes. So I was like, oh, I gotta eat. I'm starving, and I ate uh, this really great spaghetti Kim makes with chickpea noodles. It's not real pasta. It's made out of chickpeas, mm. and it's a very good oh, alternative.
1: That'd be way better for you, like low, way way lower on the carbs. right? Oh,
0: way lower. Yeah, yeah. And they're you know yeah. they're they're a bean, a legume. So they're, they're good, <laughs> right, good yeah. for the, the for the fiber and the whatnots. Anyway, sure, sure. Uh, did that too late, I think, and it just kind of effed me up. In fact, it led to this h- horrendous dream I needed to tell you about that you were involved with.
1: Oh man, God, is there is there a way I can opt out? Can I can I unsubscribe nope. from your dreams? Nope,
0: you're in it for to win it. This is it. You're part of it now. There's no getting. Retire. It. Uh, casting from auditioning it's usually a bunch of strangers so when my dreams involve people i know i always have to tell uh, the tale so here's how it went you and i were running a food truck okay uh you were you were the chef type dude because the only reason i say this is in this you were wearing one of those comically tall chef hats
1: oh yeah the actual white hats that look like a little souffle at the top
0: yeah and it was too tall because we're in a little tiny truck and I, <laughs> and you were like rubbing it against things, always dipping dip your head. And you wouldn't, you refused to take it off. There was some tone in the in the dream that was, Brian's not taking that hat off you no matter yeah. what you tell me. Wearing him. the hat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's keeping the hat on listen, no matter what. Listen,
1: when I commit to a hat, Scott, as we all know, mm-hmm. I, I stick to the hat.
0: Yeah. Now that isn't that weird. You know, Brian, right. strange right. hat, food truck. It's not that weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, here's where it starts to get weird. I'm there. And my job is mostly serving everybody, like handing the food to them. We'll get to what the food is in a minute. Taking orders and... Sure, all that. And you're just sort of walking around, making sure all the base ingredients are good. And again, that'll sound even weirder when I tell you what we're serving people. But I'm in an upper body cast. So, (laughs) waist (laughs) up to my neck, and then my arms are also in a cast. They're out like this, kind of T-pose style. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Yeah. I have to <laughs> again
1: the comically like the uh, the stereotypical I I fell off the the side of a an awning or a building onto an awning but still broke the upper half of my body and totally and,
0: uh, yeah it's like every old seventies slapstick comedy you ever saw and I was right, I was right. uh, unable to serve them with anything but my feet so I had to serve <laughs> food with my feet okay so that's right. not good that's also pretty weird now here's the here's where things get really weird. Our, this is where it gets right. Okay, our entire menu was an assortment of mud sandwiches. <laughs> so sandwiches with mud. That's it. There's just bread and mud.
1: Just, just bread and mud. Yeah. Uh,
0: and it was a big menu, but at the end of the day, I was just handing mud sandwiches to people with my feet <laughs> over the over the you know the hole in the dr- side of the truck, just kind of like giving people food with my with my weird freaking feet. Wow. And then this whole time. We would do a bunch of this and serve a bunch of this and then we'd move to the next place. And we had a driver who was just told, like you would go, all right, next stop. And you'd go take off. And then we go to the next stop. And his name was Bunker Ho was the name of our driver. <laughs> Bunk Bunker Ho. So you'd say Bunker, Bunker Ho. Ho to the next stop. Because
1: usually usually you know, the, because you don't need to drive and serve food at the same time, usually like either the chef or the person who takes the money is going to be also the driver of the food truck. But we yeah. are, we are so efficient mm-hmm. that oh, yeah. that basically on the way to the next location, we are prepping food while well, I'm prepping food, mm-hmm. cast boy.
0: Yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I'm serving and it with my stuff feet. Ready. Yeah. 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 So Interesting. Okay. here's, All here's right. what's funny. The idea of a well, I think it's funny, the idea of a of a dedicated food truck driver who, like you say, normally you'd drive it because you' run yeah. the truck. Yeah. Nope, we had a guy on standby, and his name was Bunker Ho, and that dude Bunker was Go. ready to rock anytime you needed him to hit the gas and get out of there.
1: So, well, you know, with you in a cast, maybe you normally you would be the driver. let's face it you wouldn't be the driver no
0: i don't want to be the driver kim would make me drive or make herself drive because i'd make her sick if i drove right exactly so this guy uh here's what's weird too never saw his face so i don't know what this driver looks like but we don't know what bunker ho looks like no but you would go bunker ho next stop and he would go yeah like that yeah and then hit the gas and drive
1: is that weird that is oh yeah that's weird Scott I mean uh, there's uh, nothing about that that isn't weird. Hmm. To add on to the weirdness, yeah, uh, because you know we went to Puzzle Pint last night. I rode my bike down to to uh, Westfax Tavern, which is a couple doors down from the not yet open Casa Bonita. Yeah. Um, hinting at possibly a December 2022 opening. Oh,
0: all right. um, it's not too bad. So not
1: not too bad, but not not that soon. But you know, sure. hang, hang on to your butts, folks. It's yep. coming. Um, but, uh, there was a food truck outside of this, uh, this, this, uh, brew pub and they had a big menu. None of the items were mud. Uh, and fortunately nobody served with, with feet. Yeah. Good. But, uh, it was a really, really large menu. (laughs) Weird. Uh, but it's weird that I you know, ate from a food truck uh, the night that you dreamt about Oh, yeah. in a food truck. Yeah, yeah. Who,
0: I, we didn't coordinate this at all. In fact, the only knowledge I had of this is you sent me a photo of Casa Bonita in the background, and then that was it. I didn't. Yeah.
1: But you didn't see a food truck in the foreground or anything like that? No. Like There was no way you could have known that I was going to be eating at a food truck. The first food truck I've eaten at in probably, I don't know, uh, three, four weeks, oh. whenever it was that I did that uh, – that fish and chips that
0: a listener recommended. The, oh um, yeah, the one on I missed the on the twelfth. I was supposed to go and yeah, forgot about it
1: it. it. it came back and we didn't realize that it. it was back at that same location. I told Tina, "Oh my god, let's just forget what we had planned for dinner tonight. Eat there." And yeah. we couldn't because we'd already been thawing some some uh, chicken to use. But
0: do you have a place around? Like we have a place up the street. Uh, who occasionally. Not a place. It's like a pad of, of dirt and a bunch of park a car or excuse me, food trucks will come and just park there mm-hmm. for like a Thursday night. And then that's like food truck night. And we all, everybody can truck down there and get whatever they want. Is that a thing you guys ever have? I, I don't know why we do this. It seems like an odd thing to have in my um. neighborhood.
1: I don't know. I mean, number one, it's, it's, you're supporting, you're supporting the little guy directly, supporting little guy as opposed to a chain. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. because it's food truck, you're, they're not having to pay overhead. So the money, like they're basically able to offer, um, food at a, but maybe a reduced price than you'd have to pay in a restaurant. Sure. And they're getting all the profits themselves. Like it's, you know, I think that's, I think it's great. You know, if the, if the food quality is good, then yeah, I'm all for this. There is, um, down the bike path about two minutes like I can get there on bike I can be there five minutes from from my house mm. um, uh, probably driving about the same because I'd have to go all these other roads to circum navigate around where this place is Sure. but it's a Colorado tap house and they um, they have food trucks there I want to say like four nights or five nights a week oh my gosh that's a lot um, they yeah and it's a great like they just built this thing um I'm going to open it up here and take a look. Colorado Tap
0: House. So it's like a, they just right open their parking lot to food trucks and say, come on in and let's go.
1: They've got a, no, they've actually got a, a special area that they have room for two food trucks in front of them mm. or, you know, in, one in front of the other. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah. So today is Flavor of Tabasco. <laughs> so it's a, uh, okay. Mexican, uh, um, Tacos, empanadas. Uh, mm. It's funny. Uh, flavor of Tabasco serves always fresh, always homemade cuisine, including tamales, tacos, empanados, tacos, quesadillas, and more. Probably oh. more tacos. Uh- <laughs> wow.
0: I think they focus on the tacos, is my thinking.
1: They're really, really are pushing the tacos. And then tomorrow is uh, a place called Lucky Bird, which is hand-breaded chicken tenders, fried chicken sandwiches, wraps, salads, and sweet potato waffle fries made in-house. Mm. This this place, so like, and, and again, you know, that's a a Wednesday and a Thursday. Obviously, they're going to have Friday, Saturday, Sunday food trucks as well. Usually, two on Friday and Saturday nights. So,
0: that sounds really yeah, good. It's, um, <clears throat> I'd check that out. Mm-hmm. We had that great. We have a chain. Well, it went from little guy to now big chain. But this Cup Bop uh, food truck used to be the bomb. It was like Korean. Rice bowl, kimchi, chicken, beef, mm. um, various hot sauce stuff. Amazing bowls. They're incredible, and they got really popular very fast, this food truck. Yeah. And you always knew it was around because it was bright yellow and uh, had this big black logo on it. It was really like easy to see. Anyway, they did so well. Now they're everywhere. We got, in fact, within walking we distance, a, like two of these.
1: We have a cup op, uh, that I just saw a couple weekends ago downtown. It's oh, not man. in a full-on restaurant space it's its own little little stand in the middle of the walking mall but the pedestrian mall but um it was
0: closed otherwise i would have said, hey Tina, let's get some cup bump. yeah it's nice to see here they're expanding so much they're doing really well i guess yeah so yeah mark cuban owns part of it now are you kidding kt data that's crazy wow. they were on shark tank i didn't know that <laughs> this is news that's cool well anyway get them get the level three spicy you go much higher oh You're going to feel that later through the outpipe, if you know what I'm saying, Brian.
1: Oh, here we go. Let's see. Uh, 52nd Avenue. There is one here in close to Arvada, Scott. Go get it. I didn't even know about this. You got to go get it. Korean barbecue in a cup. Um, You got to do it. You got to do it. Where is this location? Where, where, where? Where, where, where? Okay. Oh, I know exactly where that is.
0: Yeah, you got it. Oh my God, that is so damn close. You should get it. It's not, it's, well... It's like, you know, there's things in there. Rice is obviously high carbs. Uh, but the uh, the rest of it, you know, it's like cabbage and, you know, meat. I guess there's some kind of spicy uh, mayo type thing in there. So you want to, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it'll fit your bike riding regimen for the month. But <laughs> Well, if I really get brown
1: good. rice, I imagine they have a brown rice option. That's a little bit better. But the, um, it looks like this place is, is, is a combo cup, bop, Korean barbecue in a cup and ramen 930. Oh, that sounds all right. What a combo. How will I decide what I want to get? Because it's like I want both of those things.
0: Yeah, you got to get both brian both I want both both of them yep get both while you're there uh that sounds great.
1: yeah i know exactly where this place is and uh now i will uh go there and consume this food
0: that's fantastic hey you guys guess what it's time for us to call brian dunaway <laughs> yeah you know it you love it here it is where, why won't it play oh, there we go Hey, look who it is, Brian Dunaway joining us as he does every Monday and Wednesday today for Ted Pooley Feud and a chance for a lucky caller to win some prizes. Hi, Brian, how are you?
4: Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. How Brian, are you guys? Good man. Good man, how are you? Do it fantastic. If, uh, if we could just take the humidity down just a little bit. If somebody could sure. just go out there and take a rag, just kind of hold it in the air. And then bring it and then ring it out and just if they could do that a couple of million times her, and get that humidity. Eight, yeah.
5: Yeah.
0: You just <laughs> yeah, want that'd that down great. a Thanks, little man. little tiny bit. That'd be that'd be all you need. All right. Yeah,
4: just just everybody go outside, hold your towels up until they uh, until they're soaked and then go uh, ring them out. Well yeah. let's let's
0: see if we can we get got that this. done for you That's fantastic. Let's also find out who's on the line <clears throat> waiting very patiently for us. Hi, who's this? Good morning. Hey, this is Steve from Kentucky. Well hello Steve from Kentucky. How are things in Kentucky? Oh really hot and humid. Yeah, <laughs> Cal- Calm down. I mean, calm down, I Steve. I know, that guy, like, this uh, Steven two. guy is full of, of energy. Uh, whatever, man. <laughs> Agreed. I like it. It's it's the Kentucky way. I've been watching Kim. Uh, I should yeah, say Kim is, stuff. but Kim is re-watching uh, Justified, and um, every time I watch that show, I think of all my friends in Kentucky who are probably nothing like any of these characters on the show. uh, mm. but, yeah, uh probably not. Yeah, I really like it, though. I want to come up to some of your Hollers, as they call it, mm, you know. There you go. Oh. Yeah. yeah, where you go up there and you, yep, yep, you yep. You get the meth and the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, That's what
1: the food trucks serve in the Kentucky haulers. Yeah, uh, they
0: got the meth yeah. trucks. Yeah, they're yeah. famous up there. Meth
4: and Mountain Dew mm. and uh yeah. Yeah, it's
0: <laughs> it's normal. It's common stuff. Uh well it's good to have you here. We're gonna play a game, try to win you some prizes if possible, yeah. and uh Brian here's gonna explain all the rules. Brian, how's it work?
1: I will. It's time to play the tadpooly feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian will have to predict the answers that those Tadpoolers gave us. It's uh, Scott and Brian's job to see how many of those answers they can guess now steve your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either scott or brian and if you and your partner wins, you will get a prize package that includes the prize we were not able to give away last week, which is City Skylines and all that damn DLC. So much so much DLC. I can't even name all that DC, but DLC, but I'll try. After Dark Put your butt Trent, to sleep. Sunset Harbor and Park Life. I guess there it's you just go, those there four. You go. It's not too bad. It was really it was actually really quick yeah. naming all that it's DLC. Not bad at all.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's an amazing wow. package though. It's the greatest city builder Such of all time. It's a great
1: game. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's so good. Really good.
1: Uh all right. Well, let's give you guys your topic. We're finally into the uh, the new batch of questions, and holy cow, uh, the tadpole really came through with with providing their answers. Really, uh, um, you know, giving responses. Seven hundred and sixty five of you, or at least wow. or at least a large portion of you got in and maybe entered twice. I don't know. <laughs> Who <laughs> so, knows? You actually. Did that. <laughs> There it's were possible. some. There were some suspicious misspellings that I seemed to find all the way through. That hmm, well, I wonder if one person just went and like loaded the loaded the uh, the the deal. Impossible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nobody Great. would ever do that. Uh, no. And then nine of you, for whatever reason, couldn't even bother to come up with an answer to what is possibly the easiest question we've ever asked on uh, Tad Bundy feud.
4: Great. So, oh wow. Okay.
1: All right. Um, Put your hands on your buzzers and give me your answer to this. Now, remember, this encompasses everything, including books and video games and all that stuff, Uh, TV, movies, etc. Okay. Um, You know what? I'll just say, I'll just say
4: all entertainment.
1: Yeah, all entertainment.
0: All right, all entertainment. Okay, cool. All right. I like all entertainment.
1: Hands on your buzzers. Give me your answer to this. Which Star Wars did it better? Oh, <laughs> Scott
0: oh. Did it better? Um, I'll just say uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back. All right. Show me the Empire Strikes Back.
1: Number one. Yeah, number one answer. People uh, do love that episode five, of course. That's Star Wars did it better. Which Star Wars did it better?
0: That's Is a the, weird question. <laughs> that's the way
1: somebody <laughs> submitted their question. I said, yep, let's yeah. just go with it.
0: <laughs> I mean, isn't this basically? This is just going to come Which, down to who's. Yeah.
1: What's the best? What's the best iteration of Star Wars that we've gotten?
0: All right. Well, now that I am teamed up with Steve, Steve, there's a chance here that because Brian's making this big deal about how it covers everything—video games, TV, movies, right. all of it. Do we want to? Should we get Mandalorian out early? Feels like that's strong.
4: <laughs> yeah, that was what I was going to
0: say. All right, I'll do it. Steve and I right, agree. Right. We're going Mandalorian.
1: <laughs> Show me the Mandalorian. <laughs> Number three.
0: All right, very yeah. nice. Um, <laughs> wow, not two. That's interesting. Not two. Uh, what do you think, Steve? What's what jumps out at you?
4: What about this episode? My name. Episode
0: four. Oh, I like that, huh? Brian. Brian Dunaway introduced me to a song yesterday called <laughs> "My Name Is Steve." Have you heard this, Brian? It's called <laughs> "My is it? Name is, is Steve." Is it's I think my it's, name is Steve, I am Steve. Uh, or I am yeah, Steve I am Steve yeah yeah it's the weirdest I can't get it out of my <laughs> head and then you just brought it up again fantastic <laughs> I don't know if you've heard this song Steve about your namesake but you should check it out it's pretty great <laughs> yeah. uh anyway let's say yeah episode four feels like s- smart talk here okay. let's do that
1: all right show me you know that that first one that first one that wasn't called episode four a new hope until uh later on
0: sure <laughs> nice. It was number 2. Number 2. Well, yeah, these are two. the good low-hanging fruits also the yep. they're they're yeah. not great points, nice. points so.
1: but uh, you're getting them out of the way, right?
0: Oh man, let's think what would be That
1: was when the rubber meets the road is what's going on here.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um when was the survey taken? Yeah, so when, when do how, how recent?
1: Um like within the last uh, m- 3 weeks, month.
0: Oh, so yeah,
4: you're thinking yeah. Obi-Wan, right?
0: Well, there'd have been some hype right. for that three weeks ago, right? Like a lot of excitement. True. Um I mean, you know what? That may be some some of the lower or the higher point but lower list stuff. Let's go for it. Let's right. say he right. will right. say Kenobi. Right. Sure. Let's do sure. it.
1: Show me Obi Obi B as uh Van <laughs> would say.
0: Yep. <laughs> Obi Kenobi. I'm trying to find it. it. Damn it. Where is it? Ah, come on. I know I kept I mean, obviously I kept this. I'll never let, I'll never not have it. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Uh, here he
3: is. Look at Obi.
0: This is <laughs> best he's Show got.
1: Show me that.
0: Oh man. Oh man. Yeah. No. Well, even, though, even though it had
1: already started, uh, one person said Obi-Wan Kenobi. Boo. Which is a bummer because I feel like it deserves a little better than that. It's not, you know. Yeah. yeah. Is it yeah. Mandalorian level? No. But no. is it uh It's fine. Is it
0: good? I think it's very good. It's fine. It's fine for yeah. what it is. It's fine. Although it's the fine. people, those, those bounty hunter guys chasing the girl. Uh, they're those guys are broken. Yeah, they don't know how one to run. Note, Yeah, they're they're one note villains. But uh, plus, they don't know how I to think, run.
1: I don't think Ewan McGregor is phoning it in. I think he is doing a great job. And uh, oh, he's always good. I, he may as well and, be and, Ray and,
0: Stussy in this. He's very good.
1: Yeah, and I like the uh, the the things that the things that this sets up in the beginning of episode four. That it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Why that would happen? That's
0: like right. That. Plus, uh, is he okay? Sorry. Side note. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. He after the end of um, Fargo season three, uh, where he played two roles: his brother yes. uh, Ray yeah. and the other brother, right? Emmett. Uh, he and or him and the and his co-star, can't think of her name. Uh, we love her. Three names.
1: Yes, uh, 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 Mary
0: Stewart, Catherine, no, Catherine, Mary, Catherine Mary, Juniper, no, Mary Catherine, Bill oh, Billingsley. What is, what? Wait. Ah, oh, it won't come to me. Anyway. Mary,
1: she was uh, Scott Pilgrim's girlfriend. She was. Uh, yes.
0: yes. Yes. Cloverfield Lane. Yes. That's that's the her. That's the her. Yes. The thing remake yes. or re- prequel. That's, that's her. Yes. Mary, um, Mary Stuart Masterson. No. That's not it. It's, it's none of uh, these Kevin names. Mary. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Louise. That's it. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. There you go. Anyway, she. There you go. Her, her and him got together after that. Oh, and I really? wondered if they're still together. Maybe not, mm. or maybe I just heard that and it was wrong. Maybe it was never a thing. Because I know that's how. That's My how answer is uh, Clone Wars. Well, that's how Fat Fat <laughs> Damon and. Uh... <laughs>
1: Fargo is the great, <laughs> the great matchmaking uh, series in the sky. Yeah, that's
0: true. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. all right. You know what? I feel... Oh, Brian, it's your turn. What are you going to do? Do it. Yeah. Oh,
1: oh. I think you already said it. Are you saying Clone Wars? Yeah, I'm, I'm going with Clone Wars.
0: <laughs> okay,
4: Clone Wars. For the big points.
1: Yeah. Show me Clone Wars.
4: Only because I've been watching it lately. Boo. Number seven. Boo. Yeah. Nice. And already, with one nice. question,
1: you take the lead by one point.
4: Yeah. Yes! Uh... I'm going to go back to uh the the uh the Rogue One. I don't see Rogue One on there. Uh people oh, sure. seem to have a love for it. Uh they and it's, it's a little great. different. So yeah, Rogue One. The movie's it's a lot great. a different?
1: Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. Second, Show me the favorite. Rogue One. I can't wait for Rogue 2. Well, yes. Rogue One number 4 in the list.
0: Uh number you're a four. real Rogue One. All right. I'm uh so you keep All going. Right. You keep going. I, you keep winning. It, it, or you really? Yeah, to jump I, in I, still,
4: Steve, I, I got yeah. the last one, and so I still get to keep. <laughs> I want, I want Steve That's to win. Me. That's what I want. <laughs> I want our listener to win. I think, we can, I think we can run the board. To be honest with you, mm. um, the, I'm, so I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to and take a risky one. Um, I, I like Rebels. I just don't know if it's going to be on there. Oh, Rebels okay. is great. Big yeah.
1: Rebels. All right, show me Rebels.
4: Oh, man. I mean, you can't have the rebels without the Mandalorian stuff. I mean, right? You got You got to have all across the streams, yeah. right? I mean,
0: yeah. you just jumped to twenty. Jeez, yeah.
4: <laughs> twenty! I know. Holy 20.
0: shite! Can I even win? Can we win this? I guess we'd have to get everything, wouldn't we? Can, yeah,
4: we can run the board. Scott, Scott the we can
0: scoring. run the board.
1: I complains yeah. about the scoring right now. Is going say say it's see? broken. <laughs> I told <laughs> you it's so dumb.
0: Some people in the chat do uh, Somebody says, "I'm not understanding the scoring." Well. That's a long story.
1: Just look at the number in the, the box yeah.
0: and add right. that. Yeah, add <laughs> that. Don't worry
4: about the scoring. Don't yep. you worry your head about the scoring. In yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh-huh. So I'm thinking, uh, surely there must have been some smart asses on, our, on this thing, oh, right? Really? Shirley in the tadpole? No. Yeah, in the tadpole.
1: pool. Uh, Don't reward them. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> yeah, please do. We love them. They're weird.
4: <laughs> they keep it weird man is is episode one on there i mean i'm gonna be so disappointed if there wasn't at least a high enough ratio of people yeah to say episode one i I just can't
1: show me star wars episode one the phantom menace
6: Oh my God! Yes, you, you bastard. not fail me.
0: You did not might fail me. Be that might be the last <laughs> nail in the coffin, I think. Unless we run the board. If we run the board, oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Board. run the
1: board. Right. Yes. Yeah. And you guys yeah. could
0: easily
4: yeah. run this board. Run the board.
0: Yeah. yeah, let's run the board, Brian. Give it another good one.
4: I'm just going to go Jedi then, because you know
0: which one Jedi. Oh, Return Jedi. Jedi. There's, yeah. There's multiple yeah, Jedi. Jedi's. There's Last Jedi. There's Return.
4: Oh, oh. Jedi. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs>
0: I'm not but saying I'm those are episode good. Episode
4: seven, yeah. Revenge of the Sith Jedi Return of. Uh,
0: yeah, that's the one. <laughs> return of the
4: Jedi. <laughs> return of the Jedi. Okay. You know, the sure. Muppet. They made that Muppet like, movie. You know the one. 11,
1: 11 movies you kind of just named there. All right. Show me episode six, Return of the Jedi. There you go. Number five in the list. Yeah. That's a lot oh of Muppets. God. People love yeah. the
4: Muppets, dude. They love Muppets. They do love it the did. Muppets. Yeah. Uh, but the thing that's kind of worrying me is you did say the all encompassing um, of of everything, and we've kind of hit TV, we've hit uh, <laughs> some of the the, the cartoon <laughs> stuff, uh, and so then I'm thinking maybe some of the books. So I kind of think, or, oh, <clears throat> kind of made it, uh, <laughs> You heard a you heard
1: a noise. I will. Okay, so I mean, yeah, people answered across all media.
4: Did did everything make the top ten? Who knows? Yeah.
6: But oh, people's answers I did, I did.
1: included all uh, everything okay. across all. Well, of I know the,
4: I know the books. I know the series of books that I like. So I guess I better back out of that. Um, we want to win here. We want we want Steve to win. Uh, yeah, we do. Ah, oh, shoot. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, are we're, we we're still hot on? Uh, nobody liked Boba Fit, not to the point that they said he did it better. I don't know. Maybe they did. I'm going with Boba Fett. I'm going with Fett. The book of Boba Fett. All right. From the Disney. The book of
1: Boba Fett. Show me the book of Boba Fett. No, that was a different song. (laughs) It was kind of like that, though. Show me. (laughs) Yeah,
0: may as well have because, buddy. Well, whatever. Yeah,
4: uh, exactly. <laughs> we've only got two strikes, so we still got four. Yeah, we got yet. plenty of room we here.
0: Okay, answers,
1: yeah.
4: two answers left on the
1: board and four strikes in which to get them. So I feel like you guys have a really good chance of, of still winning. the Team chance. from Kentucky.
0: Here's price. what I'm thinking here. So uh, a lot of gamers in our crowd. Uh, oh, Knights, there you go. Knights of the Old Republic is a massive, uh, lovely thing. Everyone loves Knights of the Old Republic. I'm not talking about. The Old Republic MMO talking about the original Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2. So I'm going to say, let's go with Knights of the Old Republic. Let's say that.
1: Sure. KOTOR. Show me Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, come on. (laughs) Um, It was number 14 in the list. Like it was uh, just outside the top 10. Boo. Yeah. People do like it and and did did, uh, enter that as an answer.
0: It's really good. It is really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the greatest things ever. Star Wars ever did, and they're but, doing a know, remaster compared
1: of it. to everything else on the board. Is
0: it better than than, than the other better? eight
1: items? It's pretty is it damn better? good. Is it?
0: They are. They're doing a not a remaster, a uh, full on remake of that first game. I'm very yeah, excited. They are, yeah, yeah, and putting it on the Switch. Yeah, the Switch. The switch. Make sure to undock your Switch. switch. switch.
4: Undock well, the Switch. <sighs> since since people were excited about Episode One, to get that on there. Could be first in the third (laughs) part of this, of this reimagining Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Could that be? I don't know. Are you asking him or are you telling him? So I am telling you, my answer is, (laughs) The Rise of the Skywalker.
1: Okay, (laughs) so you've seen Episode Nine, The Rise of Skywalker. Right, right. Okay, all right.
4: Show me, show me Episode Nine,
1: The Rise of Skywalker. No, those movies are poop. Yeah, that know, was number fifteen. Down. That was actually that was Uh-oh. actually right below. Or actually, was tied uh, with uh, Knights of the Old Republic.
4: That was that was oh, that's right. That was that was okay. That was not. You said nine, and you're right. That was nine. That's the one I liked. Yeah, but you're right. I, I should have said eight.
0: I liked eight too. Eight was controversial, that and everyone was, yeah. said they hated it. But in retrospect, it was the best of the three. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Okay, that's also true of the original trilogy. What's with these middle bits, man? I'm telling you. It's weird. Uh okay. Well, we got one strike left, Steve. What do you think? Does anything just like roll off you and go, Oh yeah, of course. Why didn't we think of that?
4: Well, the uh a tad tool thing. The uh was it the Christmas or holiday special or that?
0: Uh, oh yeah, that, yeah, dude. More,
4: more trolling. You know more what? Trolling? That's yes.
0: that's the ultimate troll. I think the Christmas special is a really good call. Let's go for it. Please be on here. Okay.
4: All right.
1: Show me the, uh, come on now, it's not a Christmas special. It's the Star Wars Holiday Special.
4: Holiday Special. There you go. Damn it. Number 11,
1: just outside of the top 10. Yes. Yes. the, The Tadpool did troll on that one and say, oh no, we want that thing with B. Arthur and, uh, uh, you know. Wait, was B. Arthur in that? I thought, <laughs> wasn't B. Arthur in that? Or, or who am I thinking of? I don't was know. It was it her? I don't remember.
0: I love that it might have been. I know that uh, Harvey Corman was in it. Um, yeah, was... she, of course she was. Yeah. Was she? I don't remember. Yes.
1: <laughs> Why? Yes. Why would she put herself through that? Why did she do that? <clears throat> I want to say what? Art, not Art Carney, but there was another like old. Yeah, it was Art Carney. Yeah, Art Carney, B. Arthur. Uh, Jefferson Starship. Wait, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Jefferson Starship yeah. was involved. Is that true? <laughs>
1: Jefferson Starship was involved as well. yes Did they oh change names just for the
4: special?
0: That's crazy. Oh, you're right. Yeah. There she is. Okay, who did the one where they, they're slapping the bantha meat or whatever? Who was that? That was Harvey. That ba- was hey. Art Carney. The, the, oh, that was Art Carney. Kicking okay. the thing on the uh, uh, on the TV
1: was I think Art Carney.
0: Okay. Well, this is it's,
1: the, you know what. Let me tell you, it's been forty years since I've seen it. So, <laughs> it's really yeah. bad. You know, whatever, whatever.
0: It's bad. You know. It's uh, such garbage, you guys. It's So bad. All right. Uh, oh, Harvey Corman was cooking on TV. That's that right. was Harvey Corman, Okay. We
1: we gotta whatever it takes. We just gotta watch it for film psych. Even if we're watching like a a scungy VHS VHS tape transfer of it or something. Well, there we is a
0: version. It. YouTube has a version that's pretty crappy we could probably watch oh that, that is scary <laughs> yeah but i want that pizza oh, look at that thing no it's bantha meat or something isn't it was oh, is it bantha meat that's pizza she well she goes <laughs> that's pizza the hut you got to know how to use the bantha meat i forgot what he says hold on i have this clip hold on bantha yeah here we go this is it
4: i'm going to be
2: using the tenderest cut of the bantha the loin the loin <laughs> is very tasty and serves four nicely
0: yeah, so there that that was Harvey Corman. Sounds like his voice was sped up. That's weird. You think? Yeah. <laughs> I mean I assume it is. I don't know. Yeah, no definitely idea. is. Absolutely is. Yeah. Weird. All right. So we're down to we're down to Brian. You gotta save the day, dude. Yeah, please. Your, your job is to make this all <sighs> of its happen. down to
4: you. It's kinda of middle of the board, so I'm gonna I'm gonna think that maybe the force awakens. Okay, all right. Maybe. All right, that show me feels logical, episode it? seven. Oh,
1: should I say final answer? Is that what your final answer uh,
4: Yes, me? my final answer. Yes, right. yes.
1: Show me episode seven, The Force Awakens. Oh, Number yes. six.
4: Okay,
0: now you just have to <clears throat> nail one, dude. Whatever number eight is,
1: if you get this, Steve wins. Mm-hmm. If not, then, then it's your fault. Man, Steve. Then nobody's putting the cities in their mouth.
4: Nope. Nope. Cities, uh,
0: city skylines.
4: I think is, solo. Uh, I think solo would be too much of a troll to land anywhere. People actually just really do hate that one. Uh, and
0: mm, what else do you even have for TV? I can't even think. I,
4: yes, I I know. And I wanted to say uh, the the the, uh, the the Thrawn trilogy because the books. But I don't know if that would be enough to. <sighs> It there might be so. on there though, it might be. What uh, do you think? Maybe the Last Jedi because it was more recent. Uh, it's still in people's heads. Uh, I don't know. I had that cool salt Last planet. Last Jedi. All right. Okay, we're we're locked in. We didn't already use it, did we? Okay. It hasn't <laughs> okay, been yeah. yet. Nope. All right. Okay. I've said so much Star Wars.
1: Show me for our final answer or a strike. Come on the the games are hinging on whether or not i press oh, the x button I or the
4: checkmark button i hate button. you literally hate you <laughs>
1: show me episode 8 which if it's right would actually be under the 8th spot in the uh, the the, the oh. feud board I, I if it's you know if it's there it's ironic that it's, it's there. Like, number 8 yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. all right here we go show me episode 8 subtitled the last <laughs>
0: Jedi!
6: <laughs> oh my yes, God! Yes. Oh my Are God. you kidding me?
0: I was so sure we were wrong. Oh my God! That's hilarious! <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my God! Yeah. Well done! My gosh, Brian! You, you, your gut was <laughs> your gut it, has never team. been more correct. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, that means Steve wins. Uh, That's great. Yeah. Brian, what else was you on this surprises. list?
1: So, yeah, rounding out, as you oh might guess, God. like I said, the Star Wars Holiday Special was number 11. Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, was number 12. Solo actually did make it all the way up to number 13. Really? Yeah, KOTOR, Episode 9, I mentioned. Ewok Adventures got up to 16. Any any iteration of Lego Star Wars was number 17. Oh, ooh, that was really Uh Spaceballs was number 18. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek yeah.
0: was number 19. Star Trek was 19? <laughs> You guys. What a bunch of chodes. That's amazing.
1: All right. Uh and then everything else was uh was one vote. Uh one person said attack one person said episode two Attack of the Clones was the best was
0: the best Star Wars. (laughs) I wonder if they meant that. You know? Did they really
4: mean that? I mean there's a lot of factors. There's a lot of factors. Maybe maybe they just maybe that was the first Star Wars movie they saw. There's a lot of factors.
1: (laughs) And then one person said, I've never watched any Star Wars thing ever. And I just That's a long I just answer. Wanna shed a little yeah. tear for that person who you know, the good and the bad, there's a lot of good out there, and to not see any of it feels like uh like, you know, you're you're
0: you're you're missing out. Look, at least that scene. person was honest about a thing and for some reason felt like telling us all. I don't know why they That's did That's
1: right. Oh, yeah. Thrawn trilogy, by the way. Somebody did one person did say Thrawn yeah. trilogy, which is yeah, good, I think good. I think the best I can you. Uh, of yeah. the book
0: series. Now that that book, yeah. I mean, Agreed. now that those those books are no longer canon, you know, people right. get get right. weird about it. But still, I say, I mean, yeah, I whatever. They're going to keep. They kept Thrawn. They put him in um, what the t- t- tail end of uh, Clone Wars or something. Did yeah. they? Wars.
4: Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. still there. For I rebels. mean, it's not totally one hundred percent there, but it's still there. Yeah. yeah,
0: I I just don't. I didn't like it when they first announced all this stuff is going away. We're doing our new. Stuff. I'm like that seems a little rash. Yeah. But then is, they use some sure. stuff and it's fine. It's okay. Yeah. Uh there is no there is no clone of Luke called Luke with two U's uh anymore. Luke. That used to be a thing. That is not a oh, thing anymore. Right, right. It Was a is comic Mara, thing.
1: Did Mara Jade get moved into
0: uh canon? I think she's I think she's considered canon,
1: right? Yeah, cuz you see her don't you see her during the pod race like standing on a Oh no, that's oh. not Mara Jade. You see somebody No, no Mara Jade. No.
0: Oh no. Was that true? That's terrible. She's a great character. Yeah. She's a great character. Bring her back. There was a
1: character that you see in in Phantom Menace during the pod races. That's like standing on a um, on one of the rock pillars. Uh, and I can't remember.
0: Uh, it's not just a sand person. It's not a.
1: It's not. No, it's not a sand person. It's like a, it's like somebody that was introduced in the books, like a pre
0: Luke. Oh, weird. Character. Puke. That's what I call pre Luke. Puke. Yep, uh, well, anyway, good, uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, you did great, and that means you've uh, you've won despite the the weirdness of today's Honestly, thing. But Brian, really, you made it happen.
5: Winner, winner, chicken dinner.
0: That means that uh, Brian's going to send you these codes. Uh, all you got to do is send him an email, Coverville at gmail dot com, and Steve, you'll walk away the biggest winner Kentucky's ever seen in their in the and you, and you even have <laughs> winner, the con- winner,
4: winner. Kentucky you, dinner.
0: Yeah. You, and you even have, yeah. you guys yeah. have the Kentucky Derby and you know all about winners, right? But now you're the real winner. How do you feel? <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> Man, I can tell. I can tell. Uh, well, congratulations and well done. And uh, well, I'm excited you're getting your prizes. Good job. All right. Yeah. Hey, Dunaway, good job on uh, your end of things there. You won that for him. did it uh, yeah you did yesterday we talked at length about uh the mini consoles that are currently uh, in a lot of gamers hands people like this old stuff and they like their little nes minis and their snes mini and their little weird looking mini genesis and all this thing we talked about those the games on them what we think the future might hold all that stuff yesterday on play retro and if you have a podcast player of any kind you can find it anywhere you get your podcast so go check it out and see what me and brian dunaway had to say about the retro minis uh, also, yes. hey, remember how that whole, we had that whole conversation about, hey, wonder if I could find myself a PlayStation uh, Classic without having to do too much hard work? Yes. Well, yes. a listener is sending me a brand new unopened one for wow. a very reasonable price,
4: and uh, I want to give him quick credit. Hold on. I am super excited about this. Uh, I saw oh, the notification as well, Justin. Uh, it's got this, is Intelligent coming, Cube yeah, this is coming. Cube. coming in. From
0: Intelligent Cube is great, from- Brian. You are right to be excited because oh, Intelligent God, Cube is great. that is the best
1: game. And and to get that on this new PS5 deal, I have to do. I'd have to do uh, ascent. No, premium.
0: You have to do premium to get, and and, and right. it's only streamed. You're not actually installing the damn thing. You have to. You only stream right. play it, right. Whereas, which
1: is fine. I don't mind. It's not like it takes a lot of left thing, but yeah. Yeah, because extra, it should come with extra, damn it. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm telling you right now, if you guys are all doing that new PlayStation Plus breakdown, do the middle one. Don't yeah. do the, high one is not worth it yet. Low one is just what it used to be. Middle yeah. one, that's where the money's at. Anyway, uh, so yeah, it's on its way. And I'm, I'm going to probably hack it because you told me it's it's very hackable. I'm oh, it's, hack it.
4: yeah, it's very hackable, step by step. I can send you an ISO of all the stuff. Basically, just you'll just throw that on a thumb drive. You plug it into port, USB port 2 on that thing. And in a matter of no time, you'll be up and running.
0: Awesome. Do this. We're doing this. This is happening. So anyway, go check that out and uh, uh, follow Brian on uh, Twitch and stuff because every night he plays these retro games and does stuff at like six o'clock or something his time. Uh, So check that out over at twitch.tv slash Brian Dunaway. Brian, anything else you'd like to say before we cut you off? Yeah, suck it. Oh, damn it.
6: (laughs) He got it in. He got
0: it in. That was so fast. He almost single-syllabled Suck It. That's really good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Well, we have a little time for some news, so we may as well jam it in. Here we go.
7: I don't watch the
0: news. Today's news is brought to you by...
1: Remember those old console racing games we grew up playing on small CRT screens? Well, there's a new game out there, AV Racer is a 2D top-down retro arcade racing game inspired in style by that nostalgia and in gameplay by the spirit of old old arcaders. You play in five different championships on 14 handmade tracks with 24 different circuits. Collect trophies and unlock cars and tracks. Compete against challenging AI or enjoy the game with a friend in a two-player split-screen mode. The game is available now on Steam for just $4.99. Consider supporting the developer, a Tadpool member, by checking out this game on steam again that name av
0: racer yep a guy made it his name is wasim he's awesome i've been talking to him i played the game it's great it's like legit good brian do you remember the old days of like super sprint and like top down racers
1: is the one like uh, the one where you stand around like uh with four steering wheels Mm -hmm. around an arcade machine
0: i love that I i did too i had a real taste for top down racers especially ones that let me drift a little and yeah. Uh, something about that format I'm absolutely in love with and this dude made oh, a really cool it's game it's even
1: got like the the screen has like the little slight curve to it so it looks like you're you're playing on an old arcade oh yeah CRT. it's a love
0: it's a love letter to those old games so definitely check this nicely out nicely done and it's so cheap it's like hardly $4.99 that's the price it's nothing so go check it it's out nothing, yeah. support Wasim Do that. Your give fellow. this guy some money uh, yeah. well done Wasim, Wasimulator yeah Wasimulator Oh, well, is he in the chat today? He's in the chat. He's oh, a nice to see you, dude. Your game's yeah. awesome. I wish I was you. I wish I could make games. I want to do that. I want to make a game. Yeah. I want to make 10 games. I want to make video games. That's what I want to do. Okay. And then Carter right. will okay. work for me, okay. and then we'll make the greatest <laughs> video game company ever. It'll be called Frog Pants Games, and the world will change for the better. <laughs> All right. Here's your uh, quick news stories here for the morning. Okay. Uh, let's uh, check this one out. Oh, this is for you because you're a cyclist. See? Oh, so, Okay. Yeah, I got a little on cyclist, my cycle
1: sorry. right now, Scott.
0: Uh, cyclist on California Mountains chased down by Angry Zebra.
1: Oh, yeah, that was my favorite mobile game, Angry Zebras. zebras. Oh, yeah. I
0: know. You had to fire them at the at the, at the docile pigs or How, how
1: are there zebras running around the California Mountains?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that seems weird, right? They feel like yeah. uh, I didn't know they were native to the area. Apparently, uh, and they don't really address it here, which is weird. But anyway, a cyclist going through a mountain range in California's central coast ran into an unexpected foe—a seemingly pissed-off zebra. Uh, NewsHawk in uh, Santa Barbara reported Monday. NewsHawk with N O O Z. News. NewsHawk. Yeah. I hate, it. I, Hawk, hate yeah. it. I hate yes. it. Yes. I'm sorry. I have to get over this. After the end of the day, I just have to stop thinking about this stupid news name. The stupid name, NewsHawk. They reported Monday that Marcos Chavez, a 48-year-old bike rider from the small beachside town of Carpinteria, Tenaria, Teria, Carpinteria, Carpinteria, Carpinteria.
1: I don't practice Carpinteria. I ain't I got no tiny balls.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah. He was biking down a familiar route and uh, he was just doing a routine four hour trek. It's kind of his workout. Anyway, awesome. uh, going four through, hour trek. Thanks. Yeah, four hour trek. I uh, oh, yeah. went through West Camino Silo, a massive path that cuts through the Santa Ynez Mountains. And There's a uh, nice he,
1: green there, by the way.
0: Is it? Oh, it sounds nice. Yeah,
1: and the West Camino Silo green. It's oh. really, really
0: nice. Oh. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, they encountered the black and white and uh equine. Really? I thought they were part of the not part of the equine family, are they? Sure they are. Absolutely part of the equine family. I didn't know that. Why why did I not know that? Anyway.
1: They're they're the, the horse before Ted Turner got his hands on it, basically, is what they are.
0: <laughs> and they and they go. <laughs> Exactly, yes. I hate the sound they make, because they don't feel like they're anything close to a horse. They're alien horses. They're weird. What are weird. you talking
1: about? They look like a horse that's just uh Yeah, but they're striped all crazy,
0: and they go, whoop, 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 whoop. Like, okay. they're aliens. They're aliens, Brian. They're from okay, another planet. Right, okay. Uh, let's see. It says here, um, he seemed mad. As soon as I rolled up the zebra, he saw me. He heard me, and he saw me, and he kept looking at me. <laughs> Those are his exact words.
1: I mean, I, you know, I I could see this being uh, a little scary, right? This mm-hmm. animal, you know, you're thinking, oh, well, you know, it's a zebra. It's super docile and, and cool and whatever. Mm-hmm. But it starts running at you, and it's like, well, crap, what do I do? What, what's this thing going to do to me when it catches me?
0: Yeah. Well, I've never been attacked by a zebra. I don't know what standard protocol is around a
1: We shouldn't have zebra. to be worried about being attacked by zebras in the United States.
0: Mm-mm. I agree. (laughs) They're not native here. What happened? No, no. They get out of the zoo and make babies, and now there's a whole, you know, uh, what what is a group of zebras? Is that a herd? Is it a? It's
1: probably it's probably a herd.
0: What's a horse? Horse group of horses is a. It's not a herd, is is it?
1: What is it? No, not a herd. Herd is cattle. Um, horses are a a stampede of horses. A a stripe genie (laughs) stripe of.
0: (laughs) A stripe of zebras.
1: Is it a a stampede, Carter?
0: Is that right? Is it a stripe of zebras? (laughs) I want it to be a a gallop. No, none of you know. None of you know anything in there. A syndication
1: of zebras is what it is.
0: A shitload. I like matubas. That's a good one. (laughs) Well, anyway, uh, he says, the zebra started running at me. It looked like air came out of its nostrils. You know what? Well, I'm going to go ahead and say it did. Air, air yeah, came out. I, of
1: its I think it wasn't just looking like air came out of its nostrils. I'd be willing to bet that actual air came it, out of that
0: zebra's. Nostrils. I'll bet. In fact, I'll go one step further, Brian. It went in and out. Ah.
1: Whoa! All right.
0: Ooh, yep. look at you. I think ah. they, I think they have to breathe. I'm just yeah. I'm almost sure of it. <laughs> uh, anyway, fortunately, the zebra tripped over itself and he was able to escape. So that's a little embarrassing. It's a little like uh, the Fonz thinking his gun's loaded under the table and then a bunch of bullets. And I caught it on my TikTok. (laughs) I don't know what music that was, but it was
1: good. The TikTok music is what that
0: was. (laughs) Uh, He says he took three steps and the zebra fell. (laughs) That seems like a dumb zebra. Whatever. (laughs) they don't they don't get
1: angry and stupid zebra
0: yeah you're a dumb zebra they didn't they don't really get into why it was up there which i'm still really curious like why is there a zebra in the california mountains
1: yeah uh, well somebody had a really good theory on that the hearst castle um has a bunch of weird animals like uh like a menagerie of weird animals up there and so this one might have escaped and and maybe that's why it was so pissed off Tell me about this Hearst Castle.
0: What is that? I don't even know what that is.
1: It's a uh, tourist attraction. I thought it was closer to San Jose than... Because uh, this guy was Los Angeles, right? Or yeah, no. It's no, it still um, Carpinteria, Santa- which I don't know where Carpinteria... Yeah, I don't either. Um, but it's a... Um, uh, like, it's the, the, the William... The newspaper guy, William Randolph Hearst.
0: Oh. He had um, a castle out there? Owned
1: it. He had a castle built up there. And... Uh, That's kind of cool. It's like a... It's like a uh, big old... Um, uh, tourist attraction there. So
0: you can, you can go in it, it and stuff and tour it? Yeah, I think you can. I think oh, so. Okay, so nobody none of the Hearsts, Hearst uh, Jr. lives there or anything like that?
1: They might they might be they might have parts of it that are still residential that you can't go into. But mm.
0: um mm. Yeah. But that place is expensive if you State had to buy Iowa. one.
1: Oh where so it's it's actually further it's funny, it's Sam Simeon, which is further south than I would have guessed.
0: Have you been to the? It's still uh,
1: north of less, like it's still north of Santa Barbara. But um,
0: had you ever been to News Hawk in Santa Barbara?
1: No, <laughs> okay. I've been to Santa Barbara. There's another newspaper. Oh yeah, News N O O Z Hawk. No, uh, definitely I not. Think, I don't think. But I have probably some web. I have thing. been to Santa Barbara. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've installed all over California, like all freaking over California, all the way from the Redding... Times up top or whatever, not Reading. Yeah, Reading. R-E-D-D-I-N-G. Reading. Redding.
0: Like Reddit, but with ing. Right, exactly. Yep.
1: Bulletin? Reading Bulletin? Oh, wish I wish I could remember. All the way down to the San Diego Union Tribune.
0: Union Tribune. You know, newspapers.
1: I've been everywhere.
0: <laughs> They're back, baby all right, right we're going to take a break when we come back tom merritt will join us do a little tech news on a wednesday as we always do and after that recommendals we'll have randy back no nicole this week she'll be here next week though uh looking br- very likely the next week will be her triumph return. <laughs> keep, we keep uh, yes. pushing that date but uh she's had a lot going on i, right. I mean what Listen, a bummer last man.
1: week was my fault i'll yeah, take that totally yeah, Brian's I got and yeah. we had to we had to change things around so sure sure
0: but uh she was also i don't know how she was going to do it anyway like these the poor spags they drove out there thought the house was settled and then the the whole thing the the house thing mm-hmm. fell apart i don't mm-hmm. know the full story but but imagine that you're moving states and you're in the car and you find out the house fell through yeah
1: that's aft what do you do what do you do i guess we go back to our almost home
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is yeah and you hope
1: that uh, you can arrange the the closing date for your own house uh it's intense, yeah, man. It's, it's I hate that intense. stuff
0: so much. I never want to move again. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, so there's that. Let's uh, take a break, though, and play a song. Do you have one over there?
1: I do. This is great. Brand new uh, album by a band called Oscar and the Wolf. You might have heard of them. They're, they're uh, pretty famous. Hmm. Uh, Oscar and the Wolf, a uh, brand new album called Afterglow. Um, Something in the Air uh, is the song we're going to be playing, the second single that they've released. This is about the rules of attraction, kind of about the electrifying connection between two future lovers when there's a desire and connection unspoken where the spark lingers in the air. Huh? Anyway, it's, pretty, it's a pretty damn good song. I'll say that right now.
6: Yeah.
1: Uh, this is Oscar and the Wolf from the brand new EP Afterglow and the song Something in the Air.
8: There's something in the air and your eyes glow But I need you like someone to love Summer and the rain on a stormy morning. There's something in the air. There's something.
0: Talk about Thrive Market. Yes, why not indeed? All right, so here's the deal everything's getting more and more expensive, okay? I don't know if you've noticed, inflation is a thing. I'm constantly looking for new ways to cut costs, find savings where I can. And that's why when it comes to buying organic groceries and things for our household, I'm all about the Thrive Market. Thrive Market carefully vets every product they carry so you can trust that it's there. And that it's the best. They carry your favorite clean brands from everything from healthy pantry essentials to sustainable meat and seafood and more. Even beauty products, if you're into that. And uh, finding savings on items that matter most to you is what matters most to Thrive Market. They want you to save money. You can find what you need. They have over a thousand food, home, and beauty products, so there's plenty there. Are you looking for plant-based stuff? Keto, gluten-free, zero waste, all that kind of stuff? Thrive Market has you covered. Uh, I'll, man it's summer let me tell you what I like about Thrive Market they, they have some of the things I think of summer when I think of them for example Alexia sweet potatoes julienne fries do mm, you guys know how much I love freaking sweet potato fries and these are amazing and incredibly priced as well they also have the Alexia brand waffle fries with seasoned salt if that's more your, your speed or my favorite potato puffs with salt and pepper Mmm, those are so good. Oh my gosh, we need a whole plate full of those right now. Anyway, uh, join Thrive Market today and get $80 in free groceries. That's T H R I V E, thrivemarket.com slash TMS to get $80 in free groceries. Again, thrivemarket.com slash TMS. And for those in the back, one more time, Thrive Market slash TMS
6: Well hello and welcome to my home Well hello welcome to my living room only through the magic of Hollywood Do you like this gown? It's very dramatic I didn't like being old and dead
0: this is the morning stream shut up baby i know it all right we're back hey uh who was that song again
1: well hello that song was uh, oscar and the wolf uh from their brand new ep afterglow that song is called something in the air
0: nice there is something in the air we're having a lot there of is. dust right now we got a lot of, yeah. like a real blowing dust we've thing.
1: got Cotton and uh, smoke from a couple of wildfires.
0: Ooh, hubba hubba smoke. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's too early. We don't want that. Too early. It's way Not, too
1: early. Way yeah. too early for don't, that.
0: Don't be it having it's... smoke yet. I don't want to hear about these fires yet. Um, all right. Look at this, everybody. With the computer,
4: as with any tool, the concept <laughs> and direction must
0: come from the man. That man is Tom Merritt, and he joins us on every Wednesday morning to talk Who about Who you call a day- <laughs> man? <laughs> like you are if there was ever a man that I ever knew it's you okay that's just sure whatever 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 <laughs> you need to call if
6: there was ever
1: him. a man that I ever knew it's you <laughs> it sounds like a shanty Yeah, it does, it does it's yes, pretty
3: good totally.
0: well you get bored on the sea and you gotta come up with songs yeah. uh, and salt your beef anyway you know. hey it's, uh, it's Tom Merritt he's here on Wednesday we talk about tech and uh, find out what's going on in the tech world and I usually have like kind of an idea in the morning, like what's going on. I check headlines mm-hmm, and stuff. Mm-hmm, no mm-hmm. idea today. I don't know what's no, going on. Do yeah. 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 So you're going to tell well, us? Well, mm-hmm, I am. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Are, you're you're ready are you so ready for this? I'm so ready for this. I've never been more ready in my life, Tom.
3: Uh, yeah. You're going to get uh, the U.S. Soccer League MLS, Major League Soccer, on the Apple TV app. Not quite exclusively.
0: <laughs> oh, what does that mean? How does that so, work?
3: This is a very interesting deal. Uh, Apple and MLS are partnering so that all the matches will be available worldwide without local blackouts through the Apple TV app as an add-on channel. They okay. haven't put a price out
0: for that yet. Is this unlike uh, what they're doing with the MLB, with the baseball stuff? Because that's just on it's there.
3: It's different than that. Okay. It's It's got one element in common, but it's very different. So this is, if, if sports fans know, you can subscribe to MLB at Bat, mm. for instance. And then you know, through the MLB app, you can get all the games except for the ones in your local market. Uh, and, uh, you know, so if you're worldwide, you get all the games. Uh, NFL has NFL Sunday Ticket, which right now is through DirecTV, but that's up for grabs because that, that contract is ending this year. Uh, and so MLS has had their own version of that, and it is now becoming part of Apple TV's app. Mm. So the only way you'll be able to get it now is through the Apple TV app. Also, they're partnering with the teams so that if you're a season ticket holder, you'll get access to the add-on channel through the Apple TV app.
0: Interesting. Does it feel like... I feel like it's Apple and Amazon are the two that care about live sports deals. Mm -hmm. And everybody else doesn't seem to be interested in it. Do you think that's like a... Oh, I
3: would disagree, my friend. Really? Who Uh, who else? ESPN Plus, obviously. Well, yeah. Exactly. Disney has ESPN Plus. Mm -hmm. Peacock is adding all kinds of live sports, uh, including Premier League Soccer and hockey. Um, well, actually, not hockey. I'm sorry. HBO Max is adding hockey. Oh, really? Oh, is oh, yeah. that where
1: I'm going to be watching my Avalanche championship team mm. compete for
3: the Stanley Cup? Yeah, if they win it next year. Awesome. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, because yeah, I, I don't year. not yet, right? <laughs> well, I'm not sure which games are there because HBO, or uh, yeah. uh, uh, Warner and Disney are splitting the rights. So some of the games are on ABC and ESPN, and the Stanley Cup's on ABC this year. Um, and I'm not sure. How many of the hockey games show up on HBO Max versus you know uh, showing up on on just Turner and and whatnot? But some of them do, or, or and more will they say? Mm. So yeah, we are we are seeing live sports, sport by sport, be split up. Mm. Uh, hockey, all hockey games are part of ESPN Plus. Uh, so if That's you true. if you were to pay for the NHL uh, version of this service, where you get all all but your local games. Uh, you don't have to pay extra. You just get them through ESPN Plus now, and that's what Apple's doing here, except it's an add-on channel. Right. So we don't know. My guess is they won't include it under the $499. It'll be an additional charge of some sort, uh, but it'll be an add-on channel. If you don't want to pay for the add-on channel, there will be some games available with your Apple TV Plus subscription. My guess is that's where it will be more cl- closer to what they're doing with Major League Baseball because there will also be a couple free games, select free games. Mm. Uh, we, we don't have any details and schedules or anything like that, but but basically a, a, a few matches will be shown for free to anybody who has the app. You don't have to have the subscription. Makes that's sense. very similar. That's what they're doing with Major League Baseball, right? Right. Friday night, they show two baseball games for free to anybody with ads. Right. Uh, then if you're an Apple TV Plus subscriber, you'll get more games. You'll get access to more games. And if you want all the games, you'll pay, I'm guessing, extra for this MLS add-on uh, that will be an add-on to that, unless you're a season ticket holder for an MLS team, in which case you just get it as part of your season ticket package.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool. Right. Uh, so. It does seem like, though, we're heading toward a, f- a future or a present, I guess, we're, there, we're getting there now, where it's rolling out a lot like it used to. Sports sports deals were struck with networks. So, you know, NBC seems like they always pay enough money to get the Olympics and and uh, just freaking TNT has some basketball deal with NBA. Well, meanwhile, some NBA games are shown on NBC in the finals or some you know big yeah. deal on CBS or Fox or whatever. It's just interesting to watch the streaming services po- start to position themselves for live sports where yeah. this wasn't really uh, part of the conversation a few years ago and now suddenly this is like you know part of it
3: if beginning. it was part of the conversation a few years ago it was like yeah i'd cut the cord except for sports now right. it's becoming oh crap i haven't cut the cord and i need to install an app to get certain sports because thursday night football right. is only on the prime video app mm. these friday night baseball games are only on the apple tv app these Major League Soccer games are only going to be on the Apple TV app. Asterisk. So that's the other part of this deal that I, I haven't mentioned yet is they are allowing local markets to air games of local teams. Mm. Uh, details on that are yet to be released as well, but you you will still have games showing uh, on on local channels so that... Somebody with an over-the-air antenna or cable will still be able to get some of their local games. But if you want national games, you're going to have to get the Apple TV app.
0: So, it's a big, so there's obviously a big movement in soccer, hockey, baseball, and basketball to some extent. What is the NFL doing? Just The NFL Sunday
3: Ticket... Uh, is uh, up for grabs at the end of this year NFL okay. Sunday ticket shows you all the games uh through direct TV right okay. now so you pay a fee you get your 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 games still subject to some blackout restrictions right uh Apple and Amazon are rumored to be leading the bids for that mm. Uh And that would be a coup. That's massive for Apple. Uh, If they got some baseball, all of soccer, and all of American football, uh, be huge. Amazon would like it because they already have Thursday Night. They're not going to lose that. They've got a long term contract. You know, it goes a few years for that. Mm -hmm. So if they could also get Sunday Ticket, then that would just broaden out their offering. So they're pretty motivated. Uh, to grab it as well. It's not impossible that it, it goes to somebody else. Uh there, there's still cable channels, you know, like Comcast and folks out there uh possibly bidding as well, but the 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 smart money apparently is on Apple and Amazon as the leading uh bidders for it.
0: Uh yeah, it's an interesting it's an interesting movement in that area, I think. Like uh, I'm hearing some of the sentiment in the chat. Some people are like, "Well, what's the difference between this in the old days where everybody was fighting over rights and Exclusivity happened and blackouts happen. It's the same. We're just moving into a new medium. I
3: mean, y- yes and no. I, I would argue that it only feels worse if you don't think of the. If you think of these apps as fragmented, right? Mm-hmm. If you think of these apps as uh, they're all on my Roku, <laughs> then you've still got access to everything. Especially uh, the fact that there are free streams of, of all of this so far, right? right? There are. Right. There are definitely uh you get two baseball games don't have to pay a dime all you got to do is have an internet uh service and and install the app uh before you had to pay for cable and you had to have cable installed right. to get those games yeah. uh so it 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 isn't that different but it also is a, a, I would argue probably slightly looser than mm-hmm. it was in the past Although there was over the air free over the air games as well, but those have been diminishing over the years. Mm -hmm. So putting them free streaming kind of brings back a little bit of that free access. Again, if you don't have the internet, then you can't get these, Uh, and that does leave a very small percentage of people out. But it does leave some people out. But let's say somebody,
0: Uh, let's say Amazon got like the full NFL thing. Okay you subscribe to prime until you don't want to. That's the other difference here between this and cable cable was always contractual, Mm -hmm. usually multiple years. Yeah. You had to get everything, nothing or everything was the way it worked. In this case, it's like, no, I I'm done with Peacock because these four shows I care about are over for now. So I'm going to put that on hold and you can, and it's great. Yeah. And then when you want to put it back, you can. Like I, people want to and say. And Peacock this is has no. a
3: free service now. It may not have all the sports on the free service, but you know, there's yeah. there's still stuff you can access.
0: Yeah, we that. call that Freecock here on the TMS. <laughs> We do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Peacock <laughs> and free. As we should. Yeah, we should. As we yeah. should. Well. Should uh, we? i don't know you can make an argument that we shouldn't but uh anyway hey uh, a good portmanteau (laughs) later today on the daily tech news show this will be discussed among many other uh tech topics so you're going to want to tune in for that it's at 2 p.m mountain time uh wherever you get your internet and uh i look forward to it it's going to be great tom uh anything else going on today you want to mention
3: I would like everyone to know that I've got a tech newsletter uh, where, when, when stories like this uh, break, I will I will send out write-ups uh, of them. Uh, it's a Substack, so you can get some of the stuff for free, uh, and I do some extra write-ups uh, for folks who want to kick in a, a few bucks, and that's at Tech Tom. Substack.com, just like tech time, but Tom. But with Tom. tom. Yeah, this is tech
0: time with Tom on the show here, yeah. but tech right. Tom on the newsletter. See, that's not confusing. It's great. It's that's what easy it to is. Remember. Not yeah. even a little bit. It is. Yeah. Well, uh, I look forward to seeing you this afternoon on the Daily Tech News Show. Have a fantastic rest of your morning. Thanks, man. See you later. See ya. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. <laughs> He's gone, and uh, now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Randy Jordan will be joining us for the morning's festivities known as recommendals, which start now. Everybody <laughs> doing that dance again. Oh no, you got fingers this time. That's better. It's better than this.
1: Listen, I, yeah, I, I don't do this. I do this. <laughs> yeah. Like that. this is the, this is Peter Scolari at the beginning of bosom buddies yeah. in the opening credits. Uh rest, dancing is, to,
0: uh, rest his soul. Billy Joel's my life. There you go. <laughs> Uh, Welcome to the program, one Randy Deluxe. Hello, Randy. How are you?
2: Good morning, morning stream. How are you? I'm fine. Thanks for asking. I was super disappointed that Obi-Wan Kenobi didn't make the top ten in the tadpooly feud. Are you you, you uh, loving uh, it? You know what I realized? I realized... You misunderstood the votes, Brian. Those voters were talking about Old Ben Kenobi. Oh, so- Old oh, Ben!
1: Now yeah. that's a name I haven't <laughs> heard in a very long, very time.
0: long time.
2: One other note: I need you to know that I have personally interacted with zebras, and they are assholes. Every single one of them. Yeah, there is. How no have you?
1: Such- how have you personally? In yeah, all yeah, that tell in me. Same- I want
2: to know more.
0: Yeah, was this at a zoo or what happened?
2: What'd you do? So, yeah. uh, kind of yes. Yeah. So, um, growing up in South Texas, my parents' best friends uh, had a lot of money, and they had this big, uh, like, (laughs) mansion out in the country, right, with lots and lots of space and uh, cotton farm, sugar farm, and so on. And uh, my my dad's best friend, uh, you know, like, he became a huge benefactor of the Gladys Porter Zoo in Brownsville, Texas, and because of his. Ranch area, he was able to handle some overflow for the zoo. Uh, basically, the, you know, the zoo had its space, and yeah. sometimes uh, you had a situation where, like, some rogue rancher in West Texas had uh, died and left a bunch of zebras out on a ranch, and so <laughs> it was they were all sent to the Gladys Porter Zoo, and the zoo's like, no, <laughs> we can't, we can't take more than three of these, so the other three. Uh, would go live on this property that my dad's best friend managed, and so um, he had two. He had two exotic animals out there. M- most times they were giraffes and zebras, and uh, he had a custom barn built for the giraffes, which was really cool because uh, you could see it from the road between uh, between San Benito, Texas, and South Padre Island. This just is this highway that ran through Los Fresnos, Texas, and as you're driving down it, if you look to the left, there was this very unusually tall red barn <laughs> and sometimes you would see zebra uh, a giraffe come walking out of the barn and walking around it and uh, inside the barn they had this like uh these stairs that went up to a landing so you could uh so like a veterinarian or whatever could deal with the giraffe face to face and uh next to it there was a pen with some zebras in it and the zebras would also use the barn for shelter And, uh, you know, I was a kid, and I was like, man, I want to get to know these zebras. They're so cool. Yeah, they're cool. And every adult's telling me, you really don't. Like, trust me. Like, well, we'll take you up to the fence. You can say hello. Mm -hmm. But no. And, you know, like, every time I would be like, I want to pet the zebra. Nope. You try to just try to pet a zebra. You're going to get your hand bit off. Why are they so jumpy?
0: I I don't get it. What, What did we do to them? Why are they so freaked out all the time? These damn
2: things. This is just this is just how they've evolved. They've evolved to be in opposed uh, uh, to humanity. Going,
5: <laughs> we've
2: we've yeah. raised them to hate us.
0: Yeah. Well, they're pissed yeah. cuz the horse has got all the love and nobody's riding yeah, zebras. Exactly. I get it. we
1: came up with that phrase, a horse of a different color, and they're like, "Well, that's yeah. this." And by the way, yeah, do yeah, the
0: people I, do uh, European people call them zebras? And we call them zebras. Zebras. <laughs> yeah. Zedbras? Okay. Zebras. Zebras. Zedbra. That's fantastic. Um, All right. Well, interesting stuff as always. Let's uh, dive into our recommendals this week. We're going to um, do a few of these. Brian, you're going to do two. We're going to make up for Nicole's absence with an extra today. Uh, What do you have to say about your first clip?
1: My first one is a a comedy, a dark comedy that, uh, boy, do you like a lot of people in this and you're going to recognize one very specific voice that does most of the talking in this thing. Oh,
0: all right. Well, let's find out what we got here.
6: Okay. There's too many of you to take down to the station, so I'll be interviewing you all here. And I want to talk to every single one of you, because the truth is, any one of you could be the murderer. Now, you all went to your high school reunion this evening for what? Second chances at life, love, something else. Emotions are high. Someone pushes your buttons and all of a sudden, snap. Bam! You lose it. So it'll take a few hours. Are you serious? What else you got to do in the middle of the damn night?
7: Why? We all know that Anik killed him. Oh my god,
6: no, I didn't. I'm guessing you're Anik. She's good.
0: I have no idea who that is. <laughs> Should I recognize that person? Who is that? That's Tiffany Haddish, uh, the main uh,
1: oh. voice you're hearing there. Uh, she is the uh, investigator, the detective, police detective that's brought in to solve a murder in The After Party, an eight episode series on Apple TV. Uh, came out at the beginning of this year and um, features uh, here's some great names you're going to, you know, in addition to Tiffany Haddish, you've got Zoe Chow, Ben Schwartz, who is hilarious in this. Mm. um ike baronholtz, uh ilana glazer from um the comedy Whoa, god West, uh, uh, broad, city? broad city broad city
0: i love broad city
1: and uh dave franco and then sam richardson who if you don't recognize him by name you absolutely know him as one of the funniest additions to uh veep in the last uh the last you know five or six seasons of that show the uh, the black guy who uh um, always had the best single lines that he would deliver, uh, the inept <laughs> delivery.
0: Oh, that guy. I loved him. Yes. Okay. He is great. And he's yeah. kind
1: of your main, he's a neek uh, who you hear about in this. So here's the premise. Uh, you've got a murder, right? You've got, sure. uh, uh, Dave Franco is, uh, Xavier, uh, this, this celebrity, former, uh, high schooler that, uh, went off and did good, became a big celebrity and, um, and is hosting this after party after high school reunion party at his house. He's murdered, and uh, all of his former friends are the suspects. And uh, over the course of eight episodes, Tiffany Haddish uh, interviews each one who gives their interpretation of the same events of that night. And it's great because each one is telling the same, like roughly the same story, but delivered in a very different perspective. And those perspectives are done as different genres of movies and TV shows. For example, oh, wow. uh, one of them is a rom-com. Another one is an animated show. Another one is like a, uh, uh, you know, like a Fast and the Furious style so, action movie. So what you're
2: saying is this is like. One one of many many remakes of Clue. Only it's the episodes of My Name Is Earl where Earl's in a coma.
0: That's what. Kind she- of, yeah, there you go.
1: Right, it's okay. it's uh, Knives Out, but but those knives are stabbed through um, different departments in the blockbuster video. Oh,
0: <laughs> it's interesting too because I don't think I think murder mysteries are hard to make into comedies. Like actually yeah. be funny. So what you're describing to me sounds like they figured it out. sounds like it's good. They do a great
1: job with this. And, um, and I will tell you without saying anything else that there is a satisfying ending. This isn't like that crap. One of the crap clue endings where everyone did it Mm -hmm. or nobody did it. You get a satisfying, Oh, it was this person. And maybe there were clues and things like that. So,
0: okay. Okay. All right. All right. You kind of got me on this one. It sounds like it's pretty good. Where's is this? this? Is great. streaming.
1: Uh, this is on Apple TV Plus. So, okay. um, if you don't have Apple TV Plus, uh, just go buy an iPhone, folks, Thanks. and you'll get Apple TV Plus free for uh, a year. Yeah. Or you can just pay five bucks yeah. and get Apple TV Plus for an entire month, and yeah. then you can see awesome stuff. And like you can run
2: it anywhere.
0: C- you don't have to have an Apple device to play it on. You can no, run it on your. You I have exactly. it on my Xbox, freaking Series X, for heaven's sakes.
2: Yeah, and I was yeah. just saying the other day that it seems like the last few years, everything either has Tiffany Haddish or Ben Schwartz. So let's have them together.
1: <laughs> let's have them together. Ben Schwartz, I, you know, uh, that thing he did with Thomas Middleditch. I need to finish that uh, that improv comedy thing up that was you know? on Netflix because that was really funny. The first yeah, episode and
2: and you know great. what? It is best to watch it in bits, like to watch yeah. a bit and then come back to it a month later and watch another episode. Because, yeah. like, if you just binge it, it kind of all starts to be the same Yeah, it melds together as the uh, Vulcans say.
1: Exactly.
0: Exactly. Uh, Excellent. So there you go. The After Party on Apple TV Plus. Tell me about clip number two.
1: Clip number two is from a streaming service called Apple TV Plus. (laughs) Oh, great! It's another series. This one based on a book and um, tone, um, maybe you know, quite a bit different from uh, The After Party.
0: Okay, let's check it out. Memories are fragile. I want us to sketch out the right man. We just need enough details for someone who knows him.
6: It won't work. No one knows him. I this morning, city workers found a body from a young woman called Julia. Six years ago, I was cut up like her.
3: When someone did you, Julia, they tried it into you. If you tried to be a reporter, then this is your story.
6: What he did, things aren't how they should be. It starts with little things, and then big things. And nobody remembers anything different.
3: There are multiple women dead over multiple decades. He's the one connecting them.
6: There'll be more. I don't know how... But he's been watching me since I was a kid.
2: Very serious, <laughs> a very very serious. I couldn't make out any of the voices, but the music was and the sound effects were <laughs> telling me to yeah. take it really seriously.
1: Is this that Elizabeth one of those Moss voices thing, thing? Is, uh, is that how, is
2: Elizabeth Moss doing her thing? It
1: is Elizabeth Moss. Okay. Uh, Moss, yes, exactly. She uh, she's your main character, and this she plays a character named Kirby, who is an archivist for the Chicago Sun Times, and she starts noticing feeling like things, little things are changing in her life to the point where she has to start documenting. Like I live with my mom. I have a cat named Grendel and I do this for a living. And on my desk are, you know, is this Godzilla coffee mug and this yellow pen and da da da. Mm-hmm. because things in her life keep changing and she doesn't know why. Well, it turns out, oh yeah. How much do I want to?
2: Yeah. I was going to ask you to like, yeah. st- stop here. Cause like I mean, for starters, it it's a Mandela Effect movie, right? And that's the new Groundhog Day movies. And I'm it's, all for it. I'm all for
1: it, it. It is. Yeah. You know what? But it's – yeah. And I, and I will stop there because it does go – it goes deeper than a Mandela Effect thing. Um because of this serial killer that that is described there in the trailer. Usually, I don't play a trailer for something. I'll go in and I'll find a really good clip of audio from the show. Right. But the trailer sets everything up so beautifully without giving any other spoilers that it's like, no, I feel like the trailer is the oh. is the way to uh, uh, to experience it. Yeah, this. I was
0: going to say you don't normally do that, um, and I couldn't, and, and I didn't even really occur to me. Oh, Brian sent a trailer this time, but that makes sense. You're trying to avoid spoilers. I, get it. I am.
1: Yeah. Um, Let's see. Who else do you know in this? Uh, You know, uh, Amy Brennerman. uh, You know, you've seen her a a thousand different things. Jamie Bell is in this. Creepy Jamie Bell. Um, And then you also get, oh, where is it? Uh, Let's see. Yes. Madeline Catherine Brewer, who you know from Orange is the New Black, as well as uh, Janine from uh, Handmaid's Tale. So, you know, she's worked with... uh, I like was, her a lot. She's yeah.
0: awesome. She's a great actress. She's, she really is. And she's got yeah. such
1: a distinct look and and delivery. You know, Janine with the eye patch from A Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Um, this is uh uh this oh and Wagner Mora, who uh feels like somebody I've seen before, but he just kind of reminds me of other act- actors like Oscar Isaac and um uh Oh, why am I forgetting the Mandalorian's name again? And within the span of one week, Pedro Pascal, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal, thank you. He reminds me a lot of uh, Pedro Pascal. Um, Anyway, this is really good. Also, eight episodes, also on Apple TV Plus, and also all all eight episodes have wrapped up. um, So you can binge the whole thing, and that's a great way to watch this because you're going to you're going to want to jump from one episode just right into the next and figure out what the heck is going on. So I'm the so only spoiler
0: that, the only spoiler we should mention is her name is Kirby, and that means that she can suck other people into her and then right. to have their power for a while, right? Dang it, yes,
1: all right, well, fine. Okay. Right. There's, that whole, there's a whole episode of that. And, okay, uh, good. Well, yeah, she's very she adorable. A Volkswagen Beetle, and she drives around <laughs> the city streets of Chicago.
0: Good, uh, good. Car- Where are they? Carby. Now she's Carby. Fantastic. Sorry, oh, Randy. Is, you're okay,
1: gonna- so that guy's Pablo Escobar and Narco.
2: Uh, Wagner Mora. Oh, that so. guy's
0: great. Yeah, we talked great.
2: about him months ago, yeah.
0: Yeah, he's a very he's,
2: compelling dude. I yeah, like and him. he's like, he this This show is apparently filled with actors who I want to see escape from the sort of like ethnic bounds that they have been in previously. Right. Like he he has been, right, he has been Pablo Escobar, he's been a little typecast. Yeah. yeah. and And I think he's so good and I want to see him in stuff like this where he's not that, you know, that sort of strict one note character. Yeah. Uh, Chris Chalk is, is in this, right? And like, I, I'm so excited like to see that guy get out of the lane, you know, like where he's in. He was in 12 Years a Slave. He was in When They See Us. You know what oh, I mean? Yes. And right, I'm like, yeah newsroom it's cool i'm glad that's that's not the only thing people are casting him for is what i'm saying he actually
1: speaking of justified he was in uh, justified and he's Mm -hmm. young lucius fox if you watched the gotham gotham yeah uh, tv series
0: Oh, he's uh, one of the understudied dudes that hangs out with um, uh, Bubba Gump, uh, the guy that's like the kingpin holler guy that, that threatens to kill her. Oh, yes, okay, sorry, yes. yeah. Kim's watching this again, and we're right in the thick of that. And I and I was like, oh, why do awesome. I know that actor? Yeah, he's great.
1: He's really good, and he is—he's just got such a uh, such a cold stare. But he's—he uh, plays a very very nice guy in this. So and you know what?
2: I don't like want to call it typecasting because. I mean, if you're gonna make a movie like Twelve Years a Slave or a series like Narcos, you have to cast people in those roles, right? Yeah. And like, good people, it, you know. But like, it's like, yeah, it's like when a, the actor seems to keep getting that work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or and only get like, that work. And like, they are very clearly talented, you know, and should be doing other things too. That's yeah. what I'm.
0: I agree. I totally, I I totally get you. All right.
2: So um, there you
1: go. My two recommendals, uh, the after party and shining girls. I don't know how many, if I actually even said the name, but it's called shining girls
0: on Apple TV plus. Nice. Here's mine. I got this on HBO max and uh, it's four hours long, two episodes. It's all the hints you're going to get everybody, but you'll figure it out immediately. Here you go.
3: Comedy traditionally has picked on people in power people who abuse their power i don't like orthodoxy of the left any more than i like orthodoxy of the right i don't like anyone trying to control the language and behavior of people these moral commandos
1: who want us to think their way and want to change what we can hear and see and think in this country are dangerous it's called freedom of choice and it's one of the principles this country was founded upon look it up in the library reverend if you have any of them left when you finish burning all the books
0: all right it's clearly george carlin Really, so good. Uh, George Carlin's American Dream is the name of this documentary. It's a two hour per episode, four hour total affair. And I loved every freaking second of it. Um, Brian's watching it's almost done, right? You said he had like Just 10 about minutes done. left. Like
1: 10 minutes, 15 minutes left. Yeah. Uh,
0: it is extremely good. Um, and if you're a Carlin fan at all, it's must, it's a must watch, but what you may not be expecting and why I'm, and the reason I'm I'm actually recommending this is this is not just simply look at this genius guy with his jokes. It is a very personal, deep down look at the man, his history, his family, where he came from, where he ended up, where, what his mindset was at different parts of his life. And it doesn't pull any punches. It doesn't hold back on the harder stuff that uh, that he experienced. It doesn't even hold back on some of the stuff where he's clearly just being a nihilist a-hole at some points in his career mm-hmm. and other points in his career where he's really figuring himself out and kind of changing the way people see the culture. It's just fascinating end-to-end, and I really, really liked it. Judd Apatow co-directing this with, I can't remember who the other director is, Crap. I meant to write it down and I didn't. I'll find it. But um,
2: I I watch I um. we uh, talking he, about this. He uh, co-directed
0: with a dude named. Hold on, jeez Louise Carlin. Okay.
2: Uh, 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 Michael Bonfiglio. There it Michael is. Michael Bonfiglio. Oh right.
0: Yep. Um, and they interview a bunch of really great comedians. They interview Letterman and Bill Burr <laughs> and Paul Reiser. Alex Winter from Bill and Ted. <laughs> yeah, Alex Winter's on there. Who's doing a lot of production yeah. stuff now and you know is kind of a yeah. successful director in his own right. They talk about and, his time on that. Eugene Levy's in this, although he's not interviewed They but they show him stuff.
2: And it's not just other comedians fawning over George Carlin,
0: no, either. No.
2: Really? no. No, no. Really? In some
0: cases, they're they're mad at him. Like uh there's a there's a bit where um not Pat Oswalt, Oswald, um he's in this, but it's uh I can't think of his name took Dave's place on late night. Uh oh,
1: John Stewart. Oh no, no I'm sorry, no, not that John Stewart. Uh, he is in this, but, um, uh, no, yeah, uh, give, uh, Stephen, Gobert. Give, Stephen
0: Gobert, geez, Stephen yeah. Gobert, basically uh, toward the end, he says, you know, one of these final specials he did before he died, he says, this is the special where George Carlin lost me. And <laughs> prior to this, he was talking very just flowery about how much yeah. he had an influence on him. And he says there was this one point where he was just so nihilistic that he just, you know, I couldn't go there with him. And it mm-hmm. and it wasn't. In fact, it, it's for me. It stopped being funny at that point and started being like, "Ooh, man, you're just you want to watch everything burn." Yeah. And they don't hold yeah. back from any of that stuff. And they see you get to see <clears throat> parts of his personal life. I never knew about any of that.
1: No, his whole relationship with his wife it was yeah. his first wife, and and yeah, I had no idea. Man, yeah, the 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 uh, roller coaster of those two went through. Holy cow! Yeah, it was crazy.
0: Um, it's insane stuff. It's really, really good. And his, I like the Stephen Wright interview for some reason. I yeah, that was great. Yeah,
1: especially when he's talking about you know you've got Rembrandt up here, and he's like you know you're. <laughs>
0: he's, <laughs> a great. Great he's great. But he's great. He's like a thousand years great. old now, but he's just freaking great. I love him.
1: How does he have such a nice house? What's what's what does what Stephen Wright done in the last several years? Was he just good with his money? I, I think, think he, he, was, he good was good with his, was, uh, he he wrote, with his money. He wrote.
2: He wrote some things. He's oh, a writer he on. Um, oh, I forget. I don't remember anyway, either. He got. He got. He got some. Uh, he got some residuals coming. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, We're that right. makes sense then.
0: I'm trying to find his freaking. I. imdb profile and see what he's done lately but oh here he is uh he is um let's see he oh he's still oh he narrates some new thing called Chillin island i don't know what that is oh,
1: that's, boy if there was anybody you know who who needs no like oh i wonder who that voice is
0: yeah <laughs> he was in uh let's see oh he was in that horace and pete thing that was well regarded yeah. right before uh okay. what's his name got in trouble a uh, whole bunch of other stuff anyway i guess he's been busy doing things but uh I, I just love that he was in this at all and I, to hear how you know, they were all sh- sort of shaped and influenced by this dude was really fascinating. I loved all four hours of it. Could not highly, I couldn't recommend it more if you like documentaries and sort of biography based stuff. Uh, his, his story is fascinating. So yeah, I,
2: it really is. I feel yeah. like this movie really uh, clearly draws a distinction between comedy fans and comedy students, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I recommend it to people who just they like stand up.
7: Like, oh yeah, I, no, I, this isn't I, for that.
2: I, this is yeah. not about like the the trailer you played. Mm-hmm. This is not about that. No. The trailer has a bunch of him just making jokes, and yeah, it's like if you're a student of comedy, then this is really really interesting because there, like Carlin was, uh, he was unique in his ability to sit down and write out an hour. And and rewrite it and edit it and tighten it and make this incredible script for himself and then memorize every word in every possible order, right? And mm-hmm. like and then refine it and so forth. He was like, you know, like he was doing for stand-up comedy what like David Sedaris did for uh, uh, novel comedy. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. this thing that like other comedians just don't do. They just don't. <laughs> like yeah. they you know they all write their jokes in advance, but like no one made it as as strict as he did. And like, that's really interesting to mm-hmm. see and to see how the other, uh, successful comics, you know, uh, talk about that and what they, what they think of it.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's really interesting. His transition from, you know, up, not uptight, but you know, suit wearing kind of right. Danny K title style comic to like, I don't think this is me anymore. And then him just shedding that and then doing some of his most revolutionary stuff. It's really fun to watch the underpinnings of it. The stuff you don't hear about normally. And uh it just
1: reminded me how yeah. how bad I felt uh for stealing my stepdad's copy of Class Clown on vinyl when I moved out and went to college. And I still have it over there in my uh nice. <laughs> in my record collection, but yeah, on vinyl. It's something, you know, comedy albums like that, you don't get in a buy it by the single kind of world, right? And mm-hmm. and you you're lif- you're you're basically saying, Well, I'll just go watch one of the streaming shows on HBO max or one you know, like a live show. It's like, no, there's something to having to listening to a comedy album, a, a comedian's live album and, and not watching it as a, uh, Oh, now I'm watching the audience laugh and now I'm watching this. His, his stuff on stage was just so good. That's why I'm it so mad so well at Bill, Bill
0: Cosby. Cause that's, that, that was my teen years. I just sit and I listened to Cosby albums over and over and over. Mm-hmm. I had a memorized, yeah. freaking love that stuff. And there's something more, you're right. There isn't like this weird, intimate, way of experiencing funny material just with a pair of headphones and a record player yeah. and nobody else around like there is something to that and i feel like carlin those old cosby albums maybe even eddie murphy back then because it was such forbidden fruit for our generation everyone's like oh no my mom was like that's not allowed in this house no eddie right. Murphy. What's wild
2: right what's wild to me is that the album generation ended uh late 2000s Right. Like it was, Mm -hmm. it was still, there, there were still comics putting out albums that people bought as albums all the way up until, you know, streaming really just destroys it. And the last of them, the last of the great albums that, you know, went platinum and so forth were made by Dane Cook. And I just find that so fascinating that Dane Cook now, because of his family issues, Dane Cook is sitting on TikTok streaming to 200 people. You know, like poor
0: Dane Cook, just
2: wild. Yeah. You know? Well,
0: his yeah. rise and fall, whatever. I mean, uh, they, these these guys are still putting out albums, but you're right; they're no longer the the circus tent that they used to be. Like. Mm-hmm. You know, but Bill Burrow put out a new special on Netflix, but it'll also make a record version of it. And those are streamable. You can get them on Apple music or, you know, Spotify, other places. So not like, it's not like comedy albums are dead, but they're not, they're not the big moments that they were, mm-hmm. no. you know, I, when you would buy one Eddie more... Murphy raw and it was like, Holy shit, look at this album cover. Oh my gosh, all that leather. Oh, he's going to swear. It's going to be great. Yeah.
2: I had one more, one more thought this thing brought up out of me and I really want to express it. Um, For all of his faults and all of his mistakes, uh, at the core of Howard Stern is uh, some really interesting philosophy about comedy. And I I remember Howard Stern like 20 years ago saying over and over that he had a feeling that Jimi Hendrix dying young – prevented us from finding out what a terrible person Jimi hendrix would be as an old man <laughs> mm, and like that, that sort of thing like it sucks when people die young and the greats are were robbed of what finding out what the greats would have done later in life mm-hmm. but that a lot of times old people are just not good <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and like so howard stern was just like he had all these ex- examples of like sometimes you just basically you don't want to find out what mm-hmm. you know what that person would have said and believed later in life mm-hmm. and i just thought of that over and over with with howard stern i'm sorry with uh george carlin because mm-hmm. it just felt like george carlin uh he was changing a little bit here and there at different times in his life he would evolve a little bit
0: yeah oh and yeah just, like, for sure that's what makes this fascinating because you know mm-hmm. that his 70 plus whatever years what was he 72 and he died or something whatever like it was that. yeah uh yeah. it was but like it was so you know, marked by that it was like he is here for this time. And then he's here for this time. And then in the times where they all thought he dipped and was out of favor was when he was going going through all this personal introspection about being relevant again, and then him finding a way to be relevant again. And it was usually just leaning into what he was and not trying to be something everyone else expected. And by the end, I don't know which series or which comedy special was, it was an HBO one and it was toward maybe the last three he did, (laughs) but man, that thing gets quoted more and talked about more and referenced more than almost anything I can think of when it comes to like dealing with modern culture. And if he was here today, mm-hmm.
2: he'd still be doing that. You that's the well, point. The yeah. point is you don't know if he would still be doing that. Like, yes, there are people who are super, super consistent, right? Like watch all of David Letterman is he's all over Netflix. David Letterman is the same guy delivering the same kinds of jokes and reactions that he's been doing for 50 years but like you just don't know like what if you know george carlin in in elderly years went off the rails like what if he you know became a fox news viewer or whatever like it's just you don't know and that's interesting that's Mm -hmm. a very interesting thing for Mm -hmm. people who change over their over their lifetime sure sure Mm
0: -hmm. well anyway it's it's very good hbo max is where you're gonna get it uh highly recommend it it again is called george carlin's american dream and it's available now Randy, what'd you bring? What do we got here?
2: So I was hoping that Nicole would be here because this is something that you guys talked about uh, in a, in its previous season uh, years and years ago. This is a this is a show that uh, it was very very good and then went on a multi year hiatus and is now back and it is better than it ever was uh, what you're about to hear are the two leads the two ma- most main characters in the show and they are t- in this new uh, first episode they are talking to a new character to the show so the, the in in this new season this show has brought in a new character and she is a bundle of tropes and she's also very interesting and it's uh, yeah so that's right. what's what you got here here you go well, the subject of Isaac is obviously complex. But what she described needs to be addressed.
7: Permission to speak freely, sir? Granted. You have a big problem. Go on. A whole lot of people aboard this ship are still angry that you reinstated Isaac. And I mean angry. I'm aware of that. And just about every member of this crew knows at least one person who died in the battle with the Kalon. And the number's usually higher. Friends. Colleagues. Family. And the fact that he just sits on that bridge every single day as if nothing happened is a kick in the teeth to every single one of them. You don't think he should have been reactivated? No. I don't. Even though he was also the one who saved us. Too little, too late. And on top of that, how do you know he isn't carrying some sleeper program just waiting to fire up and take over the ship? People are scared, Captain. Your crew is scared.
2: It's heresy for a captain to admit something like this, but I don't know that you're wrong. I made this decision, and I'm still not sure it was the right one. But regardless of the ethical question, there's a more pragmatic reason that Isaac is still on board. We barely fought off the Kalon without losing our entire fleet. Next time, we might not be so lucky. Isaac is the only person who might be able to help us devise a potent enough defense that we can all feel secure again.
7: And we'll have him to thank for that security? Will it be worth it?
2: Dismissed.
7: I think I better start working up a plan to improve morale.
0: How?
2: No clue.
7: I'll organize a talent show if I have to, but we got to nip this in the bud.
0: Man, that show. I feel like the Orville got serious. <laughs>
2: it really did. It was, yeah, it was always serious. And uh, like, I've, I've watched a bunch of Seth MacFarlane interviews cause he's out doing all the shows. Right. And uh, like he points out over and over, it was always like this. It's just that, they you know they were constrained by fox to keep it to a time limit right mm-hmm. and now now they are free they have they're on hulu and hulu has given them money and set them free mm-hmm. so these new episodes are feature film length mm. and that's Oh really? That, oh wow. Okay. Yeah, that gives them that space to really have things like uh discussions about what they're doing instead of just showing you what they're doing. And uh he just he's just like the jokes are Uh, have always been there but they've never been the point like the jokes uh, like he has this really he has this really clear belief that uh humor in a show like this should come from the the ridiculousness of the characters in the situations Mm. that the humor shouldn't come from them just spouting one-liners right yeah yeah And uh, and it does. It still does. Like I almost pulled a a completely different clip because there's a really funny joke in this first uh, new episode. But I I decided that no, you need to watch it and you'll enjoy it when you hear it. Mm -hmm. Um, The second episode of this new series of the Orville is uh, a completely different thing. Right. It's a, a it's it's almost a bottle episode, but it's really like it's just it's just a completely different thing. It's a standalone beginning, middle and end thing. And that's why I'm I'm so excited about this. Like I I want to talk to you about it. I would mm. really like for you to be watching this right now, so we can uh, we can talk about it. Like it is the best sci-fi on TV right now.
0: Wow, more more than uh, um, uh, the new Star Trek deal. The what's it called? The uh, Strange New Worlds. Strange New World. So
2: yes, I and I'm and I'm saying that because Strange New Worlds has its own confinement right it has its own stuff that it has to it has to steer through and like yeah the uh the memento mori episode of strange new worlds is an instant classic like it is stunning how good that episode is but some of the episodes around it are like oh right yeah so we have to we have to make sure that we're telling Spock stories and like, I don't know if I really, you know, like if I really love this iteration of Spock and so on, you know what I mean? Like, like Mm -hmm. you can see how it, it's not going to perfectly capture its audience. Whereas the Orville doesn't have any of that. The Mm Orville can do anything it wants Mm -hmm. and it, and it is, that's what it's trying to do, you know?
0: Sure. Sure. Well, I, I mean I'm still I've seen the pilot and that's all I ever saw so I, I know
1: you need to you do need to go back to it because it's it scratches the 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 itch the vacancy left by TNG that uh, Discovery and Picard um can't uh can't scratch mm. you know it's it's basically that that problem of the week solution of the week everything nice and shiny you know uh mm. I need to just watch it why and, don't
0: it, I binge that that seems good and she just you well,
1: you're binging you're binging Barry season three, which is what you should be doing first. And I, then am you doing go,
0: yeah. oh. I am doing that. Yeah, I am I'm binging Barry, which Barry, of course, I'm only two episodes in, but those usual Barry's amazing. That's an amazing. That's
1: show. so good. Yeah. Uh, and it by got the way, greenlit
0: um, for a fourth season, so I'm very excited. Yes.
1: Well, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, did it end in a way that we'll we need, need a fourth it. season? Well, okay.
1: We'll need it. We'll need a fourth season for sure. Yes. Okay.
0: Fair enough. Yes, Randy. What were you going to say?
2: So, um, yeah, that I just want to clarify. That was, of course, Seth McFarland, the show's. Uh, creator and main writer and by the way he always in every episode including the new horizons episodes he always credits John Favreau mm-hmm. so you can tell that John Favreau is on the horn every time mm-hmm. <laughs> helping Seth MacFarlane with figuring out where these things are going mm-hmm. and there's other writers sure um that uh, that was uh you know his uh second in command is uh played by Adrienne Palicki Oh I um, love her she is I think I knew this uh, I'm sure she is uh as as amazing as ever But the show doesn't really give her a lot of the emotional heft. Uh, It it really focuses on some of these other characters, like uh, the doctor on the ship played by Penny Johnson is really the emotional heart and soul of this show. Mm. And uh, not only does the character get a lot of time, but the character gets a lot of story. And it, and you know she's got two sons, two teenage sons on board, and they went, they let them grow up by several years for, and with no explanation between <laughs> seasons, and it's totally fine, mm. you know, mm. and yeah. uh, uh, you know, so like uh, they uh, they mentioned Isaac a couple of times. Isaac is their uh, their android the data. But- but yeah. but he's a he's an, an android. He comes from an android race of people. He's not he's not a unique thing. He's mm-hmm. one of a whole planet full of of scary androids. And uh, that uh, that character is played by an actor named Mark Jackson, who just nails this this thing that like where it's a it's it's an android talking to you. we've all heard that. No, there's something about this particular guy that is just like mm, it's it's scary, but it's interesting, and it's like. He's, you know, he's emotion free, but he's got every now and then he says something that's just funny, and it's just I don't know. There's, I really, really like that guy, um, and, uh, I just need to watch it. Gosh, the dang it. new one, the new character, basically they, uh, the previous season ends in this massive battle, and they, they end up with a, a new character, and I want to say the actress is Anne Winters, and her job so far this new one is just to be mad oh all right <laughs> okay. angry or crazy <clears throat> no that's not it's not ann winters that's um oh i can't i can't that's elizabeth a, that's a uh,
0: that's... P- uh P- P- pontonio that's it i have um, no idea, no idea it is. <laughs> oh i
2: can't remember i can't remember her name ann winters is a, another character entirely okay. uh but um there uh, this new character <laughs> this new character just comes over from another ship yeah and and like now she's a part of this crew and they're like you know uh, it's it's a bundle of tropes like i said but it's a it's a very interesting bundle of tropes cuz you can tell really thoughtful people are 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 talking about how do we how do we use what we know about writing and and directing shows like this to make this character interesting and fun and and and, and intelligent without the bundle of tropes being too much like without you uh feeling that and sure. and like they they're really nailing it they're just nailing it man
0: well i'm excited to see it finally i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it you guys finally do it i'll bet i watch that before parasite i'll bet that happens i'll bet you i bet you do yeah they'll both happen in
1: 2025 but you'll watch yeah
0: i'll be playing diablo 4 by then it'll be insane um all right hey uh randy good stuff as always yeah
2: one one last thing they have really good directors uh, on these episodes of the orville like jonathan frakes
0: yeah he's great we love him
2: and you can feel it like yeah. as you watch if you if you pay attention you can feel the depth of direction you know where there are I'm I'm not going to say unusual like camera angles but there are interesting shots yeah interesting ways of of hearing somebody when you're not seeing them necessarily or, or uh, I I don't know how to how to really explain it but the direction in this thing is top notch I I really I'm I'm actually kind of hoping that New Horizons uh, gets not some Emmy nominations because there's like, I want to I want to find out more about what's going on behind the camera.
0: Well, there you go. I'm sure they will, and you get bonus content for every DVD release they ever do. If that is that still a thing DVDs? DVD. Do we do DVDs? <laughs> nope. What is this? Twenty um, years ago? All right.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> as, as I was saying a couple of weeks ago, the thing now is to is to make bonus content and just put it right out on like YouTube or whatever. So you have you know. You have like the studio's official podcast, and you watch you watch this episode, and then listen to that. Yeah, and uh, I don't know that the Orville is really doing that. Not nothing like Paramount is doing that.
0: Well, they may, uh, you know, maybe toward the end of the thing, they'll they'll do a bunch more of that as as things wind down. I don't know how many seasons they have planned, but uh,
2: I don't know. I'm excited that it's even a thing. So, well done. I hope, I hope people watch it and subscribe to Hulu and and like make make it uh, worth their time and money.
0: Yeah, go check it out. All right. Those are our recommendals today. Randy will be posting these later on his Twitter account at Randy Deluxe. You can also find it on our, uh, our Discord, the uh, the Facebook uh, Tadpool group, all this yeah. business. So go check all that out. It's uh, Randy and- Jordan, a.k.a. Randy Deluxe. Randy, any other final words before I cut you off? Yeah, film uh, Okay. We're doing. He was gonna say something about film sack. He's right. It's this weekend. We're watching uh, something new. We're we're not doing Warcraft.
1: Seventh Son instead of um, instead of Warcraft. Warcraft got pulled, so Seventh Son is the replacement.
0: Netflix, right? I think.
1: I think that's right. Yeah, Jeff Bridges, um, Julianne
0: Moore, uh, something Dunaway sussed out. Yeah. And I have no idea. Never
1: heard of this thing, and I'm surprised because it's got a decent cast. It looks like it was made well, and it's fairly recent.
0: Yeah, and also, the kind of a train wreck is my understanding. So, perfect for us. Very low, thirteen percent on Rotten
1: Tomatoes or something. Oh
0: man! All right, well, I'm all. We're all in, uh, unless someone vetoes. We're that's the thing we're doing. So watch for that. Really oh, liked. I like her. Yeah, Oscar winner she, Alicia. Kit
1: Harington, who was on the throne of games, I think, is something that he was uh, did before yeah. Digimon Hansu.
0: Yeah, like Digimon, Digimon uh, Hansu. He's my, collect them all. You gotta catch them all. Digimon <laughs> <Honsu>. <laughs> That's right. Uh, he's my. He did my favorite uh, meme face in um, Guardians One, where he goes, "Who looks who? at the camera? Goes, yeah, who? I love that." yeah amazing all right that's it uh big thanks everybody for being a part of the show especially patrons i got a couple of new guys to mention here marco and douglas who signed up in the last couple of days you guys are awesome be like marco and douglas and sign up today at patreon.com slash tms and reap the benefits of a poorly thought out pricing structure that screws us royally but it doesn't matter we're here for it genie's out of the (laughs) bottle take advantage of (laughs) us it's fine yeah we don't care. Do it. A dollar a month it's is all you have to, to pay. too late to stop now. That's right. Change,
1: change uh, direction We're now. We're just
0: going to lean into it, and you guys can, you know, you're the winners in this scenario. We're not, but it's enough so get out there and do it Uh, frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else Brian's play a song and get out of here what do you got Okay.
1: well Mush Potatoes wrote in and said uh, hey Scott and Brian here's a suggestion to play whenever you have an open spot being a geriatric millennial I was coming of age when songs like Hey Jealousy by the Gin Blossoms were on heavy rotation on the radio it was a fine song but as I got older I discovered that I was a fan of pop punk and emo although not a fan of the skinny jeans that were associated with that genre in 2016 the two collided when bowling for soup covered hey jealousy on the drunk dynasty album i'm convinced that the gin blossoms would have been a fantastic pop band pop punk band if they hit the scene a decade or two later than they did signed paul ak mush potatoes nice. funny. i thought this was a birthday related one but it's not it's just a you know playing anytime so sure. here we go it's anytime paul uh, here is your request this uh, like you said from the drunk dynasty album from 2016 here is bowling for soup covering gin blossoms Hey, jealousy. See you guys tomorrow.
6: Crash here tonight. You can see I'm no shape for driving, and anyway, I've got no place to go.
0: This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I'll be in the cafeteria
5: selling smokes.